0: Yo, and welcome to the 72nd episode of Lake of Rage of Pokemon Trading Card Game Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kevin Clemente, and I'm joined today by a very special temporary guest host. Joining us for the first time fresh off of a top cut at the Pokemon World Championships is fellow Washingtonian Calvin Connor.
1: Cal, how you doing Yo.
0: today?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? My name's Calvin. Uh, I'm also from Washington, so like, me and uh, Kev have been uh hanging out a lot lately at the tabletop so it's a long time coming for the be on the podcast
0: oh it is for sure you're one of the people who it's like i've wanted you to have i wanted to have you on but it's like bro i need that i need that top cut i need something give it to me yeah and I'm, i'm so excited that you got it at worlds like i was rooting bro bring that thing back to the pnw and it was close but we'll talk about that world's run yeah so because it is the first time Cal is on, we're going to get into those rapid strike questions. It's been a while since we had those. Then I want to talk to Calvin a little bit of his history as a player because we'll get we'll get to that. But it feels like you're one of those people that I think a lot of people assume is a good player. Who came out mm. of nowhere? And that's not exactly what happened here. So we're going to talk about yeah. your history as a player and kind of all the accomplishments you have from the past. And then we're going to talk about that amazing worlds run that I also don't think a lot of listeners are aware of how ridiculous it was. So
2: yeah I'm
0: going to let them figure that one out when we get there. But uh first, the rapid strike questions. You'll have 60 okay. seconds to answer as many as you can, no explanations. Okay. Are you ready? all right question number one winter or summer
2: winter what's
0: your favorite snack cheetos who's your favorite pokemon lugia favorite deck you've ever played
2: uh tdk
0: would you rather be late or be early late what's your favorite emoji to use
1: uh i like the tongue one where it's like (laughs) with the eye down
0: that's a good one uh how do you like your steak cooked
1: okay i like uh, medium well
0: okay uh toppings on your perfect pizza
1: um i like the um hot sauce instead of the like the um what do you call it the marinara i like Wait. hot sauce on it instead
0: we're gonna get back to that one later what color sleeves okay. do you
1: use dragon shield what color i like blue sometimes purple
0: uh cats or dogs
1: uh dogs for sure
0: juniper sycamore oak rowan or magnolia juniper and that is time so we got through 11 questions yeah. that's that's pretty good that's pretty good
1: mm-hmm. so
0: first question i want to get a little bit more on favorite pokemon's lugia favorite deck is tdk yeah which came first lugia okay so there's that a correlation between like i got to play my favorite pokemon or yeah Okay, right. On.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely playing Lugia V Star when it comes out. Hopefully, it's good though. Wait, do we have a Lugia V Star? I think so, because I think it's like the cover of the maybe not the next set, but the next next set.
0: Oh, I did not know that. That's actually really exciting. I'm jealous. Yeah, I brought Gyarados to Vancouver because it was like, yo I get to play my favorite Pokemon for once.
1: Yeah, didn't
0: work, but it's very fun to play your favorite.
1: I think you got top four of that event, right?
0: It did, yes. Drew's list was a little more well-tested than mine. Mine was a -hmm. a last-second, hey, let's just play Gyarados for the Gyarados of it. Terrible idea. Get angry. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Uh, Actually, not so good. Well, the Jolteon was crap. But anyway, that's not the point of this. (laughs) Hot sauce on your pizza instead of marinara sauce.
1: I, I need to know a little bit about that one. I like changing it to the hot sauce and I like putting bacon on it. I don't know why. I tried it once and I was like, this is pretty good. And then I've just been rolling with it since.
0: Yo, let's go. That's actually really sick. Like, Mm -hmm. are you like a spicy food person in general? Yeah. Okay, nice. So not like most of, because I don't know. Did you grow up here in the PNW? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Arizona where everything's spicier than it is up here. And so it's nice to meet someone else who is like, (laughs)
1: Gonna order the spicy foods. My thing, I was like always eating the hot Cheetos as a kid and like the like talkies and spicy foods. Nice, used to be my jam.
0: (laughs) When you said favorite snack is Cheetos, does that include hot Cheetos?
1: Yeah, right on. I like the hot fries, those are my favorite ones for some reason, but hot Cheetos are pretty good too.
0: I don't know if the hot fries are they actually different. Like, they're very good, but they
1: are. they I feel like they're they're just the texture is different. I feel like mostly like the Cheetos are like rugged and like crunchy. And the other ones are like kind of smooth. That's That's like the main difference to me. That
0: sounds about right. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah, I get, I get you. I get you. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, we're a Pokemon podcast. (laughs) So let's, (laughs) let's get to the Pokemon stuff. So like I said, at the beginning, I think a lot of people kind of look at you as someone who was like, yo, he's probably a good player before. And then suddenly the online yeah. scene came and you're killing it. And then, you know, you're day twoing a handful of regionals this year or like doing yeah. incredibly well. The shout out to the five O's with Reggie into bad five stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, obviously top cut at worlds with our new asymmetrical cut, but that's mm. not your history as a player. So when did you start playing and what are some of your like milestone accomplishments along the way there?
1: Okay, my first official season was, like, 2011. And then 2012 was, like, my, like, okay, I'm trying for an invite this season. I ended up getting it. I think I played Dark Ride Mewtwo. I was not very good, and I almost, like, contemplated quitting. Like, I I went to Worlds, I got the invite, and I just remember I got crushed. I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Like, I got to Worlds, and, like, the competition level was just, like, so much higher that I was, like, like, I did good at a few regionals and stuff, but, like, once I got to Worlds, I was like, okay, there's another level to this. Like, these kids are, like, (laughs) crushing me right now. Like, I started off 0-4 or something at my first Worlds, and I was like, okay, yeah, there's definitely, like, a different level to this, and I need to get better. And then I, like, moved up to the next division, where it was, like, seniors, but, like, my juniors, like, year was, like, I played kind of but not like a lot. Mm -hmm. And then the seniors year, I was like, I need to start grind testing and like becoming better. Yeah. Did
0: you, so why did you play Pokemon? Like what made you join the trading card game?
1: I started because I used to play this game called uh, Gale of darkness. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was like Gale of darkness and it was like shadow Lugia. And like, I loved that game. It was like my favorite game. I played Coliseum and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then like randomly I was at the mall and uh, I don't know if you know where South Center is in Washington. Yep. yep. I was at South Center Mall and I like walked by Uncle's Games and there was like a league going on. And I wa- walked in because I was like looking for some cards because I collected just like the cards I didn't play at all. Makes I never sense. even thought of like playing. And then like they were having a league and I just like got a bunch of cards and then – I I think his name was Jim. I don't know if you know him. I don't think I do. And he was like, oh, "You should come to league." And I was like, "Okay." And <laughs> I came to league and I picked up a bunch of cards and then I started playing.
0: That's so easy. <laughs> Just someone's like, "Hey, you should come play the game." And you're like, "All right, sure."
1: Yeah, I got a, like a lot of the like you know like the old school promos that they used to give. Like they gave me a bunch of them when I came in the door, and I was like, "Ooh, free cards! <laughs> I'm gonna come to this."
0: bro that is the best motivator though because there's so many of those the promos were so interesting right like i assume you still have all those old promos and some of them are like the dce and the parallel city that are like yeah was... they gave these out for free and some of them are completely worthless trash
1: yeah it was i think it was the dces i was like i need to get more of these i need to start going <laughs> to league
0: <laughs> so that's awesome so how did your first year of seniors where you like really started try hard
1: and go i had a few good regional runs and then nationals i ended up winning
0: let's go national champion and, like
1: the run i played lugia so i was like very hyped to do that and like it was like the tdk like lugia like take double prize deck where you're just like spamming it and i ended up winning and then i was like oh, okay i maybe we'll try to do this and then when i got to worlds again i played the same deck and i got crushed i was like <laughs> I was like, I cannot switch decks, I'm playing the same deck, same 60, like, I won that, I'm go running it back, and then, like, I just kept hitting, like, Dark Riot Enhanced Hammer decks and getting, like, spammed with it, <laughs> I was like, I'm not having fun <laughs> here. I think I started off O three. 3
0: So, I'm not familiar with the meta, that's, like, way before I started to play. Was it, like, the new set dropped, and suddenly TDK was no longer a viable play, or did you just hit, like... Everyone hated just, your deck.
1: Did. Oh, okay, like TDK was very good, but then Dark Darkrai became a thing. I think Jason Klesenski did good with it, and then like, like everyone was just like four hammers, Darkrai, stabilize, <laughs> and then just spamming it, and it was just rough.
0: Uh, that's one of those cool decks that, like, as a quick aside, junk hunt plus an aggro Pokemon is such a cool combination.
1: Yes, four hammers and then junk hunting for the hammer attack <laughs> was very rough. It right, was not fun.
0: And then if you somehow aren't fast, or if you somehow, like, aren't fast enough to set up, the Darkrai is doing a lot of
1: damage. Yeah, it's not bad.
0: Granted, I guess your deck TDK was fast, right? Like,
1: Yeah, you take Plattises really quickly, but, like, once they start, there was no recovery for the energy, so, like, once they were just gone, they were gone. And then, like, N was in format, so they would just be, like, N, double enhanced hammer, <laughs> Junk Hunt, double enhance hammer, and then you're just sitting there with, like, a two-card hand, and you're just, like cool you got me
0: <laughs> that sounds okay so i understand why you didn't have the best worlds experience there how did that make yeah. you feel like how did the next season were you just like i really want to do this where you're like oh maybe this isn't for me
1: after i won that i was very hyped for pokemon and i was like i'm going to like try hard every event because like the feeling of winning is very like like i don't know because like i had never won anything before that so mm-hmm. like all my like regionals were like top fours ish and around that range so then i was like i'm going to try hard because i need to win again
0: yeah only top four at a regional that's that's terrible i also am not a huge fan of those
1: (laughs) yeah it was like top top four the humble brags it was like stuff like that and it's like i don't know like after i won Nats, like it was kind of the story of my career is like Top eighting and then losing like the top four and losing and then it's just rough because like once you win it's like you're so close, but like you feel like you need to get right back there. So how did that next season go? I think I got top sixteen at Nats. I did well at a few regional and I got top eight at worlds, I believe.
0: <laughs> I believe top eight at worlds.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know I top eight at top four and then top eight at my last one. But the first worlds I did very bad with TDK. I, I know that out of my four.
0: So you absolutely tore through seniors, like winning Nats, yeah. top cutting worlds. Like that's in addition to all the other stuff that you're like acting like is no accomplishment, <laughs> which is top cutting yeah, various regionals,
1: regions. Okay, but Regionals <laughs> are different for seniors. It's like, I don't know, there was like maybe 60, 80, like around that range for masters with like a thousand. So it's like different.
0: I mean, you can only beat the people in front of you, right? Yeah. So there, there's still something there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When was your first Masters season?
1: This was my first master <laughs> season. I'll never like I just... went to a few clubs here and there, but like, I did not play.
0: I want everyone to kind of get that. How many years did you take off then?
1: I quit in 2016 and I started playing again fully. I would say like during COVID. So like. But like I don't know, I wouldn't count that as a season because like I didn't like play. But like the COVID season was like twenty 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 twenty, I think. Mm-hmm. But like I stopped playing in twenty sixteen, so from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty one was my first event back.
0: So that's a that's a big deal. That's a big like, you know, you were incredibly good. Someone who was very clearly going to tear up masters, and you stopped playing. Give us all a shot, and then came back and tore up Masters.
1: Yeah, I had a a good first season, I can't complain.
0: (laughs) What were some of your accomplishments this season beyond the top cut of Worlds?
1: I got top 32 at Indy, top 16 at Salt Lake. I got top 64 at Bats, and then top 32 at Vancouver.
0: So absolutely killed it. Let's go ahead and jump towards the Worlds run then, because clearly the season before was amazing. That is a lot Mm -hmm. of very good finishes. Yeah. Going into the World Championship, what was your preparation like? Like, what kind of decks were you going between? How much were you actually testing? That kind of stuff.
1: I think I tested probably for at least eight hours almost every day for like a week before Worlds a week ish probably like 10 days ish around that range i was on two decks and i knew the list going into it what like they were going to be i was like i'm either going to play palkia to this event or i'm going to play mew and like i'm not going to change my mind on anything i'm either just going to boot up one of these decks and see where it goes so was this
0: strategy as simple as i'm going to play clearly one of the two best decks Mm. okay so you're just like i'm not going to you know, make it worse for myself and play something fringe or play something counter meta. I'm just going to play the best deck and make them beat me.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to play the best deck, know how to play the best deck, just like grind the mirrors, grind the like specific matchups, like over and over again to like where, you know what to do, like almost every time.
0: So one of the reasons I played Radiant Charizard at worlds instead of Palkia Mm -hmm. is I sat down with Palkia. I played a lot of Palkia because I had to test the Radiant Charizard matchup, blah, 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 right? But I was like, I'm not going to win this mirror match against other top players.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How did you come to that conclusion of, I know this mirror match well enough that no matter who is sitting across from me, I think I can take it?
1: I think you just need to, you just need to design your list to have like extra outs against the mirror. And like Tooljammer, I think is very good. Leon is very good. We opted to not play for battle pass because a lot of the times we were losing to just like getting rock sand into battle passes and just nothingness. So we wanted to have extra countermeasures to try to like come back in those situations and scenarios.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Rod was very good. Um, Jammer was very good. Leon was very good. Palpad was good. And surprisingly, probably the best card in the deck for me, like throughout the event, was Marnie.
0: Really? What made Marnie? And we'll get into the specifics of every most of the rounds and stuff. But like, what made mm-hmm. Marnie so good?
1: I think a lot of decks don't expect Palkia to have Marnie, so they just start building up these big hands mid-game with Inteleons, things like that. And then when they get Marnied out of it, and then like greninja or if it's like Marnied and then hit with the Palkia into like nothingness, it's hard for them to like draw out of it.
0: I will safely confirm that, as all of my testing was against Palkia without Marnies. And the way mm-hmm. that I play that matchup with my deck is very much I'm gonna burn through my resources mm-hmm. in a very specific way to avoid getting rock sand in a trash and a guarantee combos. Mm-hmm. I can see where the Marnie is disgustingly good. Yeah.
1: When you get them in with that like last turn before they're like setting everything up and it's like in preparation for the rock sand, it's very good.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the actual world's run because mm-hmm. I remember it. I remember after every round kind of getting those updates and being like, so I'm gonna be honest. I thought you were dead in the water after like round yeah. three of day one. <laughs> uh but before all of that, this is your first world championship since 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's six years. Yeah. What are you thinking when you sit down for round one? How are you feeling and what's going through your head?
1: When I sit down for round one, it's just like all the adrenaline, and you can just like feel the pressure. you see like all the people sitting around the room. all my friends are like in day two, so <laughs> I'm just like the only person there, and like <laughs> all of them are sleeping in, and I'm like the only person playing it right now, and everyone's just like chilling, and then you just get to the room and it's like a mass of people, and I'm like, I was expecting there to be less, so I'm like, oh, there's so many people here, and then like the first round, I did win pretty convincingly it was against a gyarados uh jolteon deck um we had a weird interaction where he didn't know how much damage i was doing and he like <laughs> set up plays to like raihan against me like he was... and then i was just like no it does 1290," and then he was like no it's a knockout and he i think he was from hong kong so he had no clue what i was saying so i had to call a judge to translate to him that he wasn't knocked out <laughs> and then the next turn i was just like zigzagoo net like knockout knockout game and then like his whole raihan play was like out the door oh that's so sick
0: yeah that's another okay so quick aside i always struggle with palkia math to the point where it's kind of embarrassing honestly Mm -hmm. how did you figure out is it like easy for you are you just someone who's like i can do math with no problem or did it take you time to get all of these numbers and situations in your head so you don't have to think about it
1: specific things are like the way that i do it because palkia is like there was a card called Absol that I played in like my TDK deck where it's like very similar to like the way that like the damage adds up with Palkia. So it was like very similar, and you're just adding sixty instead of uh, instead of twenty is what I think it did. Okay, so but then I think it's both sides. So you just got to just make sure you add it up. The way that I view it is it just does two hundred at both sides and then plus sixty.
0: Okay, so you kind of break it down of like I'm gonna count the number of bench. If it's full, it's this, and then subtract for everyone yeah. that's missing. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. See, so pull out round one against Gyarados. So did the Jolteon ever body you, or is the Jolteon just like, it was no big deal? I think
1: it's tough in that match. It's, it's easier in that matchup than it is Jolteon, Barbaro, Pika, because against Jolteon, Barbaro, Pika, if they put down two Eevees and a Pika. You can't go 90-90 onto the Pika and onto the Jolteon. You have to wipe out both, and then you're leaving the Pika completely clean, and you really can't do that in the matchup.
0: Yeah, that's one of the big things of like you have to OCO the Pika, which means mm. ninety plus hitting it.
1: Yeah, the the math on flying Pika really like connects when you're hitting like ninety on a Babero, ninety on a Pika, and then you kill the active Arceus and then you just go like knock out Pika game.
0: Yep. It's a it's not that terrible of a matchup. I don't know if you would
1: disagree with that. The non Jolteon. It's not sure. that bad of a matchup, I don't think. I think Joel Teon's very bad of a matchup though.
0: So you're one oh. How about what's happening in round number two?
1: Round number two had those like, like strange, interesting game where my opponent was like, he tried to, he called the judge twice on like, okay, have you ever put your dice on top of your your deck for like a a mulligan?
0: Yep, always.
1: So I put my dice on top of my deck and like, this is like standard procedure for me. And then he calls the judge and says that like, because I put it on top and did not declare it, I don't get the mulligans. And I was like, that's not how that works. I don't think that's how it works.
0: Bro, that and is some roll sharking right there.
1: And then I they call the judge. And the judge comes over and basically just like agrees with me and says, like, I clearly have intent to grab the mulligans. Like I'm not, like, he doesn't know what the problem is here. And then he calls for the head judge. <laughs> and then he gets a ruling on it, the same one, and then he's like, okay, whatever. Game one, he got very lucky from what I remember, because I rock sand him into like nothing in a perfect turn, knocked him out. And then he like goes like, oh, draw the one card and it's like kaboo, And then he's like, <laughs> and then he's like Arceus for um Rihon Pika. And he goes, Raihan Pika DTE game. And I'm like, cool, okay, that's nice. Game two he tries to call the same call mm-hmm. on me with the mulligans. Cause like he mulliganed again and yeah. he tried to call the same thing. And I was like, we just got a ruling <laughs> for this. And then he called the judge again and then decided to like swear at the judges. And, and then he got a game. Call.
0: Yeah. You, for anyone listening, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that as, as a human being, but
1: <laughs> you very yeah. much
0: cannot do that.
1: And then it was just the most awkwardest game. Like, situation ever because like this dude was clearly like trying to shark for a win but like he already won the first game and i was just sitting there like i've never been like i've been sharked before on things but like some most of the time i feel like it's like if someone's sharking you probably did something or like something like something did not click right in the game and like this is just mulligans like i've never been sharked on mulligans before in my life and then you got a game loss game two game three just did not finish
0: awesome so we ended up with the tie in a yep a wonderful round, it sounds like. I'm sure you're incredibly happy finishing that round, right? You're not tilted at all. You're not annoyed with your opponent.
1: <laughs> I did not. I just wanted that game to be over. <laughs> it was like the strangest game I've ever played in my life. And like, I get its worlds. And like, if like people want to shark and like play to the like, fullest of the rules, that's fine. But like, I swear to God, there is no rule saying that you cannot take mulligans and you put the dice on top. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of that.
0: Me neither. I do that all the time. Like that's the only way I take mulligans, and
1: I do it every game. And like I've never heard that ever in my life. No, and clear, until like that exact moment.
0: Clear the head judge backed you up, so that is I'm gonna keep doing it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't because like I guess you have clear intent to grab it. So like I don't understand what the like argument is or why you wouldn't want to take mulligans. Right. I mean,
0: I was gonna say there are situations where you wouldn't, but like not really. Like there are like stonejourner mulligans 25 times maybe you don't know. yeah anyway so you're 101 now how's round three gonna go yeah
1: i hit a arceus um game one from what i remember it just went smoothly everything was fine and then i was like cool like this game is like completely in my hands he did not scoop the game up early the game was like a rather long-ish game so i was like okay like this one was completely in my hands like i'm in favor going into the game two game two starts and i get quickly beat with like a solid pass
0: (laughs) that's a bad feeling and
1: and then game three we just tied and i was like okay and like i'm in like dominating board position like i from what i remember i killed like two of his sobbles and he did not put down any v's and he was just sitting there like quick ball for like Dunspars pass and i was like okay cool
0: or we had the exact and same like, experience let's
1: go for long on all the actions and i'm like okay you're going for a tie aren't you <laughs> and then time gets cold there's like i've taken three prizes i'm turned zero and like I'm like cool. There's only like three Pokemon down for me, so like I literally cannot win this game. I guess we tied.
0: For anyone listening who is planning to go to Worlds for next year, playing for the tie is not really the move. And uh, you're gonna figure out why because now we're 102. You're on a winning in every single round. (laughs) Every game. (laughs) How are you feeling knowing that you cannot lose in the next five rounds? You have to 501 from here.
1: Right? Is that math workout
0: or 401?
1: You can tie one more, but you have to win like every (laughs) game. You cannot lose any game.
0: So, what's going through your head?
1: I am panicking. (laughs) I think it was lunch break, and I'm sitting there like I could have won this game. I swear to God, like I I was with my fiance at the time, and I was just sitting there like this game's gonna come back to bite me, and I know (laughs) it. Like (laughs) I'm like panicking. I don't know if you like. I forgot the noodles place's name but it was like the
0: i know it was the like noodle place. yep yep yep
1: i was sitting there eating the noodles and i was like ah this is going to come back to bite <laughs> me and i know it this game is going to be the one that like ruins me and ruins my run like i was like this one was in my hands and like i just like dead drew and i blew it like
0: so you're in your head at this point it sounds like which to be fair i was the same way after my second tie i was like everything like you know you're second guessing everything but you have another round to play how do you calm yourself down then? Or do you not, and you just kind of like do Palkia stuff?
1: I just got into the next game, and it was in Urshifu. <laughs> game one, I lost in the most bizarre way. I didn't know what was deck really was doing. Because <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> it was like Urshifu, Inteleon VMAX, and he was, I was like, I was like, so I feel like I'm in a very good spot right now. And then he bumps my path. He goes, um, and on the 2020 onto the Manaphy. And then he does, um, Zigzagoon onto the Manaphy. Quick shooting the Manaphy. And then he scoop up nets and then goes quick shooting onto the other Sobble. And then he yoga loops my, um, he yoga loops me, takes two off the Manaphy. Mm -hmm. And then the next turn he goes quick shooting on the Sobble. And then goes rapid flow knockout knockout and takes four, and I'm just sitting there like,
2: <laughs> oh, okay, you I got, got the lost.
1: <laughs> the game, so I knew what he was doing, so like, I just beat him because like I knew his plan was to pull off that play. So when he was stacking up cards, I was just like, Marnie, you out of it. And then the next turn, rocks in when you go to three, and then like. Game three, I was in another very good board position. I felt like I was just doing the same strat, mm-hmm. and I like I I asked my opponent at the start of the game, "Can we just do like a, a board state agreement? If you're winning on board state, you can have the win. If I'm winning on board state, same thing." And he agreed to it. And when we got to that like scenario, he thought he said he thinks thought he had an out. So I was like, "Okay, if that's how you feel, <laughs> like I didn't want to like." start a commotion or anything because but like he did agree to like the agreement but then he like said like it was possible for him to win he, <laughs> like and i was like okay sure yeah you, but you
0: like you can't start a commotion right like that's the correct thing of just like okay you're gonna be that way fine
1: <laughs> yeah i was just like okay i guess we tied this <laughs> and then i was like <laughs> leaving the table like i just tied again <laughs>
0: also got the broken 103 record now yeah like your tournament should be dead i would be shocked if spoiler alert any other player makes day two with this record right like
1: yeah i thought i was done (laughs) i was like after i'm starting like 103 i'm sitting there at the table and i was just like i think i'm done like this tournament's like over and then i'm like well, I, I have a shot. I'm still in it, I guess. Like, I just have to win every single game, and I cannot tie.
0: <laughs> Which is also, like, because you're in the tie bracket, right?
1: These other people with have people tied with three, three games. Ties. <laughs> but, like, I hit, the first person I hit had three ties, and the next person I hit, though, I think was um X and two. I think I was also in the X and two bracket, because I was technically six match points if I was...
0: Oh yeah, so you yeah. had the same record technically as someone who was like three two or whatever the round was four. Yeah. Okay, so you avoided only playing slow players.
1: Yeah, the next game I did hit someone that was also one hundred three. <laughs> it was it was not a fun matchup. He was playing Palkia. I think he had it, but he made like a random misplay in game three and just like lost the game from it.
0: We take those. Like, he, um,
1: <laughs> I think. He was—he had to double quick shooting me, mm-hmm. but instead he um did not do it preactively. He was going to try to do it on the last turn, so then I just like bossed and killed it before the drizzle, so he could not like or the intellion, so he couldn't um double quick shooting, and then he just could not kill me. Let's go. And then like right after the game, he was like, "I had the net in hand too. I was thinking of doing it, but I wanted to like do it the next turn, just quick shooting." And I was like yeah man sorry
0: (laughs) it sucks but uh you as a good player you saw his win condition and you're like i'm not gonna let you do that
1: yeah right on so we i was hoping if he had a rod though he wouldn't beat me but like i was like i hope he just does not have rod
0: i'm gonna assume up until you and i'm gonna assume your testing partner andrew estrada did very well Mm -hmm. with a rod in the deck i'm always assuming like there's no recovery in palkia palkia lists are so greedy with pokemon i'm not That's sure if right. it's the right word but yeah
1: mm-hmm. they're just like i'm just wanting to beat you down like they might have like a Quake shooting in there sometimes they have like a marnie but most of the time not yeah it's but it's hard to fit all those cards in with four vip pass
0: you're not wrong that is a lot of spaces like three out of your 60 cards they always play one obviously mm-hmm. so now 203 all right we're on the come up right you only got to go 30 no problem right. easy
1: yeah the next game, I think I hit another Palkia. And he was playing Ice Rider Tech in it. Like game a 1-1 one one, one,
0: or was it like an equal split type thing? Or you it was 2-2. Two, sure?
1: two. Okay. I think it was 2-2. Two, two. Um, game 1, all I remember is that he was just like, turn 1, he like, drawed, and he was like, VIP pass, VIP pass, <laughs> like, opening hand, going first. Oh, and I was just no. like,
2: this game is not
1: going to go well. <laughs> and then he just like, proceeded to like, knock out like my palkia turn two the only one on board and i was like i'm gonna go first (laughs) smart move (laughs) and then like in my head i'm like i'm one game away from losing like being done with this turn (laughs) oh
0: no you're in that mental spiral of like i'm so close to losing yes
1: game two he um just dead drew and like i was like okay he like started like ice rider like a bunch of junk basically yeah did not get a sob while
0: ice rider dead drawing sounds right out
1: mm-hmm. of Palkia and then that was it. Game 3, it came down to a Roxanne mm-hmm. and he needed to find the the tool scrapper oh, and the yeah. the belt. Because belt. I I Roxanne jammered the active Palkia and then I hit into it and then all I needed was a zig zagoon on the next turn to knock it out and then knock out. It was was kind of cool cuz I hit it with a freaking Manaphy. To, like brother rain splash up. let's go and then i hit with the palkia for like 280 and then or i think it was 280 or something like that but mm-hmm. i zigged once so i just needed like a net or something just to like knock it out clean yeah and i rain splash set it up and then he, all he needed though to win off that rock sand was um bell and, and scrapper though but like he did not hit that and my bench was full, so he couldn't, like, go foreign or anything weird. Yeah. I know, kind or, of, like, boss.
0: I'm sure you can back this up, but contrary to what people tend to say, Roxanne's not actually a lie. It's pretty From effective. my
1: experiences, when I get Roxanne, I get nothing. When my opponent gets sand, <laughs> they usually get nothing.
0: <laughs> it's a heck of a good card. Turns out two cards when you play the Inteleon engine is not enough.
1: Yes, especially when they're, like, not... Uh, picking up their Inteleons and stuff and leaving their outs in deck. Like when they're like, his shady dealings and quick shooting is down, and the only out he has is a Drizzile, so it's only out as a net. Oh, it's yeah. Like, That's so bad. You're not going to draw out of this, I don't think. All right. So we pull it
0: off. We're at 303, the record Again, yeah. no one wants, but you're there. You need two more dubs.
1: Yeah. The next game, I hit a flying Pika, and that might have been my easiest game of the day. Like, really? It, it did not go his way. Both games, he was just like he put down a barrel, a Flying Pika, and a an Arceus. Game one, he did miss a energy attachment, and then I was just like knock out barrel ninety on the Pika. Yep,
2: that's and then GG's he was just
1: there. like he was like okay, attach like hit you, put some there, and I was just like cross switcher, knock like rihon or something, knock out or Leon, knock out your Pika, and then he and he was just like scoop, and then game <laughs> two like basically the same thing happened except he did not miss turn one energy
0: can i just say i love the leon tech i was helping some of our locals test because they'd been on ice rider palkia ice rider palkia is a giant pile i hate the deck so yeah convince them over to palkia and that was one of the things of like leon is nuts can you come on is
1: very good
0: a situation especially like
1: like hitting those numbers it's insane because like people don't expect it like when they're like with a v max or like okay cool i'm at like 260 i'm safe like yep. i'm not getting knocked out this turn unless they go triple net or like goon triple net something weird yeah so they don't think they're gonna get knocked out so then when you just like go like leon bell there's like oh you got you just knocked <laughs> me out Like,
0: it's just such a game changer like your opponent's like i'm playing around horn i'm playing around quick shooting i'm good to go and you're like well <laughs> you're not playing around plus 30 are you
1: Even at 240, if you go Leon, uh, Bell, Goon, Net, clean knockout, which is insane.
0: It's so good. All right. So now we're on a real winning in. You've had like Mm -hmm. winning or losing your out tournaments, but now you're 403. Another win gets you there. Mm -hmm. What was your last round? How are you feeling? I guess actually let's start there. How are you feeling into that last round? Are you on top of the world? Like I'm unbeatable.
1: other than my win it in for day two, that one was my most stressful one of the day. Cause like, I was like, I just climbed all the way here. I cannot lose this game. Like if I lose this game, like I don't, I might not recover from this. This is going to be rough.
0: No, that would have been, that would have been terrible. Right. Because you were like the people's champion at that point. They didn't know it. Cause no one was paying attention, but yeah, if they were paying attention, you were the people's champion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was literally a 103 <laughs> to now 403. And I'm just like, I just like I need to win this game. And then like I'm shuffling up and I'm like, there's like a few people watching and like some of his friends, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is gonna be one of those games. And like I'm just oh, like yeah. shuffling up, we start the game, and he like flips over Palkia, and I'm like, Okay, this is a Palkia mirror match. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like Dude. Wait, before you do that, do you think you're favored in the Palkia Mirror? If your opponent flips over the Palkia, are you like, I'm pretty sure I can beat you? Or are you still just like, this is a coin flip?
1: I lost to one Palkia Mirror from day one and day two out of nine. (laughs) Jeez, what?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you're like, I can beat the Palkia Mirror. I'm good here.
1: I think Palkia Mirror is good for our deck. Even if you, like, don't draw very well, I think you can still win.
0: We did see, again, spoiler alert, but for anyone who watched the, like, the play-in game or whatever it's technically called, I, game one, I was like, oh, this is terrible, I can't watch. And then you pulled off no, one of the most bad. amazing comebacks I've ever seen. It was like... It was going really bad. <laughs> All
2: but
1: right, like... Keep on. I knew I could win that game after like the first keep calling, like just the way that he was setting his board up. I knew like I had a shot.
0: All right, we're gonna get back to that one because I'm curious what because going through your head at that point, but mm. we still got round eight of day one. <laughs> How'd you pull off yeah. that mirror, or was it just like a textbook?
1: I think he he made a few mistakes. He left his board very wide open to Greninja to choose the Greninja me first, which was Ooh. like, which was like. I get why you might be tempted to do it, but both games he did it and both games he lost from it very early. Like, he, he just left his board very wide open because, like, I went second both games and I started off with a keep calling and a Palkia Palkia down. Mm-hmm. And he decided to go, like, knockout, knockout on the bench sobbles. And I don't know if that's a great plan because, like, I already have a sobble out. I have two Palkias down and I have two other sobbles down. And one's active, so like in theory, it kind of makes sense. But if you leave your board drastically like open, mm-hmm. and like nothing really else is going on other than like the Greninja play, you're you're not in a great position.
0: When we had a uh, Noah Yoshida on after his top eight NAIC run, that was one of the things he said: Greninja is almost always bait in the mirror match. For mm-hmm. that exact reason, you can't disrupt your board. To pull off a ninja play, because it's not actually that good. Like it's good, but
1: yeah, you could. I think you only do it if like it's if they don't have ninja down. If you can put path down. If they have ninja down, or if they have only two Sobble down at all.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds. About but right. if
1: if they have ways to just draw out of it, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Because you just drastically like destroy your board.
0: Yeah, and that's to pull it all. And you can't. Palkia is a, a deck of board states, right? Like, uh-huh. you have to build this board state where you're like, I can't lose now, GG's.
1: Both games, he started with Palkia, attached to it, attached to it again, retreated it into the ninja, then put three on... Yeah, both, and then put three onto it with two Sobbles down, and then tried to wipe two Sobbles off my board. In both games, I went turn one, keep calling for three.
0: Yeah, that's, so like, that sounds bad.
1: It, it, yeah, it, it did not <laughs> work out. Because like I was just like, okay, cool, draw like irida set up my palkia like knock you out put down path or i was just like knock out your one palkia with the cross switcher or the other time i was just like ninja you back both your solvents mm-hmm. and put down path and then like your ninjas stuck active here and like if you don't have your either one or two copies of melanie in hand you're not attacking me
0: yeah, and at that point that's that's your comeback right there right <laughs> you're like all right i'm gonna get this and you're not
1: both games that's what happened and the way it played out. Game one I cross like cross switched up his only palk on board and then just knocked it out and then like set back up my board and then like that was it. Game two, same thing happened except I ninja both the uh both the Sobbles off board, mm-hmm. put path down for his ninja, and then he was just stuck.
0: So you're into day two? With the coveted yeah. record of five oh three, which No tie
1: No like tie 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 at the end. <laughs> So I want to win tie 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 win 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 win.
0: I want to point this out. So there were people, right? Like that's how Ross Coffin or like Kobe from our locals. That's how they got in. Was like the double ID at the end. But you went the hard way. Both my first round and second round opponents in time were like, "Oh, I can play for a tie." Five hundred three is not that bad. You went the five hundred three route. Would you say Mm. it's not that bad? It's
1: bad. All my opponents basically did the same thing where they were just like, if I tie, I'm still in the tournament. If I lose, I'm out. So they were just tying. But like, 503 is very bad. Because like you don't <laughs> give yourself any wiggle room. You literally have to win every single game. And if you lose any, you're just done. If you tie any, you're done. If your opponent doesn't accept an agreement and it goes to a tie, you're done. Like it's yeah. it's a very <laughs> rough situation.
0: I've seen you play a lot of tournaments. I've never seen you quite as visibly stressed as that day one of four for good reason i was like, very but... stressed
1: <laughs> i was panicking after 102 102 i was in panic mode i was like <laughs> this is going bad this is going wrong this is not what's supposed to be happening like you're supposed to be going five o and then tying out and calling it a day like
0: but but you did it you did the ridiculous comeback so now yeah. day two we're into day two let's start with yeah. how did you sleep that night did you have no problem sleeping were you like i got this i just spent the whole day playing poke or were you like i was crashed
1: as soon as i got to the hotel That's i so got good. to the hotel and just straight asleep nice
0: okay so you weren't like up stressed out or anything did you make any changes to the list are you like this got me here i'm good
1: i was thinking of switching to mew because my group was on mew so I like They were all trying to convince me that, like, Mew was going to be the play for this event because they were thinking that, like, Palkia's good, but, like, they want to beat the decks that are trying to beat Palkia, and usually Mew tends to do that. True. Which
0: is part of the logic I had as well of, like, I have to take a good Mew matchup because that sounds very true. So Mm -hmm. how did they not convince you? Because that sounds like really good logic. I almost fell for it as well.
1: Me and Estrada almost did switch to Mew. (laughs)
0: we were
1: like seconds before the check-in because we had an opportunity to switch our deck I think before the second day in the (laughs) morning and we were just like we're just going to run it back with Palkia this deck felt very good we both did very good in in day one let's just run it back
0: nice so you you trusted your boy Palkia that got you there and uh, it paid off for both of you actually because your crew didn't do bad right like Mm -mm. so there were some good finishes with those Mew players but not quite as good as you and Andrew did
1: yeah, Palkia was very good call, I think. If I would have played Mew, I don't think it would have did well. So My matchup spread was not good for Mew. Int- oh,
0: gosh, Day 2 looked kind of sketchy for Mew. Like, there was a lot of decks that auto lost to Mew, and there were a lot of decks that were just like, <laughs> they seemed mm. to feast on Mew. Yeah. So now you're sitting down for Day 2. Yeah. What's going through your head? It's a new tournament. You look around. There's all the best players in the world not saying you don't yeah. belong there, but it's hard sometimes to put ourselves in yeah. that mindset. Right. So what are you thinking?
1: Yeah. I'm thinking like, I'm looking like around, I'm like, okay, these are the top, top players, like the best of the best in the world. And like, this is my first year back. So like my expectations for this was like just making day two and like having like a respectable finish
2: mm-hmm.
1: and trying to just do good. Game one, I got beat with the sauce. I started <laughs> oh, off. Oh no. Of the day and it was not fun. Like, I was like, and I really felt like I should have won too. It was so unfortunate. Game one, he beat me because he played, he was playing Arc Intel, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which usually is a good matchup. Oh yeah. But he was playing very weird cards in his deck that I was not accounting for. He was also from Japan. So maybe that's why they play weird decks sometimes. You you have to watch
0: out when you see the JP next to someone's name. You're like, there's going to be cards I'm not expecting.
1: I had six Japanese players in day two. So you had some
0: interesting texts show up, I assume.
1: <laughs> yeah, he hit me with a double yell towel. Double arc. What? <laughs> and powerful energy bossed my my other Palkia and killed it. That's kinda oh that's kind of oh, <laughs> and that's nice. <laughs> and then I just could not win. He was down twice belt, so I was like, okay, I'm safe. And when he put like the big charm on, I'm like, this cannot kill my palkia on the bench. I'm good. And then he was like Powerful energy, <laughs> boss, double yell towel knockout. And then I'm just sitting there looking like. What? <laughs> I was feeling like I was in a good spot because he needed to take three prizes. So I was like, I have three turns because he cannot one-shot anything on my board. <laughs> and then he with the double yell towel, cleared all his damage. So he didn't need the Sharon's with another Arceus. <laughs> and then was like, boss. Knock out. I was like, oh my God, what just happened?
0: That's so disgusting.
1: <laughs> How about game you? two? Yeah. I knew what he was doing, so I just won. Game three, like, I rotted two energy and I had five outs in deck, and he was like, Roxanne. And I was like, okay, there's five outs. I have 10 cards. Mm-hmm. I should win this.
0: It's high probability. Draw three.
1: Draw three, and they're all dead. And I'm like, okay, cool. You got me. <laughs> I was pretty upset
0: god roxanne is it's definitely a car
1: <laughs> oh yeah so now at
0: oh one the only way you make top cut is again just like day one winning i need to win every <laughs> are
1: you
0: are you worried about that at all or are you still like i just want a respectable finish and we'll see how it goes
1: i just wanted to play it game by game at that point i was just like these are the top players in the world i just need to play it game by game and see where i finish
0: that's that's smart i have i've i'm so bad at doing that but <laughs> i'm glad that you can do that for sure so round yeah. two what are you up against how's it going
1: round two i hit an ice rider um game one he did not get a great setup he like quick balled for a Sobble, had like a
0: was it a start. straight ice rider or ice rider palkia
1: it was ice rider palkia okay but he played like a 1-1 palkia in his list that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was just like Ice Rider. It was like four three Ice Rider from what I remember. And there was like a one-one Palkia in there. He didn't really go for it much. He just put it down like late game.
0: That's so weird. When he
1: like it was weird. The way that he played it, he did play path though. But like the way he played it was weird. So like he was like pathing early, trying mm-hmm. to like just attack what Ice Riders, Melanies, and Sobbles. And then like late game, he would go like Palkia um evolve it when I would like put the training court down. Mm-hmm. And then he would just be like Polkia attached and then try to like pull off like a boss end gameplay with Horn.
0: Oh, okay. That's interesting. I don't know if that's correct, but that's definitely I a, don't know. a way to it, play. It did
1: not work out for him. Game one, he did not draw very well from what I remember. Mm-hmm. I went first, got like a pretty decent setup. He like quick ball for a Sobble when an Ice Rider attached passed. And then like yep. game two, I remember he started Battle Pass, but then like that was kind of it. Like he was like, Battle pass for like Sawbl Ice Rider. He started sawble, and then was like pass.
0: That's a good feeling, right? But Your like, opponent throws the VIP pass and you're like, I'm screwed. And then they do nothing and you're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're one-one. We're back on the good side of things. One-one is a good feeling. I assume it is. Yeah.
1: It, it, it was okay. I was like, okay, we're getting back into this. We're fine. Like the last game, I really felt like I deserved the win, but I was like, it's okay. Like rock sand happens. Like. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate when, like, you feel like you play, like, very well throughout the game and you manage your resources and you even take into account that they're going to rock sand you. So you, like, thin out your entire hand, ordinary rod, two energies, because all I needed was an energy at this point. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was like, I have everything set up. All I need is just, like, I have 10 cards in deck. He's going to rock sand me the three. There's five outs in there. Like, I have good odds of winning this game. And then it's just like, well, I didn't get anything. You got me.
0: It's one of those interesting, like a lot of us try to, uh, you know, minimize the RNG, right? And yet mm-hmm. Roxanne's at one piece of RNG that we just kind of accept is a good part of the game.
1: Yeah, there's got to be some comeback potential with Roxanne. So let's get like a love-hate relationship. I like when I'm roxanne but when I'm getting Roxanne, it's not.
0: <laughs> that, that's a good summary of Roxanne right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So round three, one-one. What shows up?
1: I hit another Palkia. And game one, I lost. Game two... Game one, I lost, think I just didn't start much. He just switched my Palkia turn two, yep. only one on board, wiped it, and that was about that. that game one, weird. I pretty much did the same thing to him. I, like, set my <laughs> board up. He did not get anything. I went switcher on his only Palkia. <laughs> that was about that. Easy. Game three was very interesting. It came down to... uh I had... A low bench with the perfect amount of numbers for go choice belt Leon knockout on his active. Mm-hmm. So he needed a lot to knock out my active Palkia. He couldn't pull it off, and then I just pal patted Leon it again, knocked it out for the game.
0: Let's go the Leon carrying so hard.
1: Le- I did Leon a lot throughout the day. That's such a good card.
0: Alright, we're two one. We're we're doing well. If it's a league cup, yeah. you're still in contention for cut worlds. Still technically in contention, yeah. a little harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about that next round?
1: The next round I hit a Mewtwo V Union.
0: The control oh, no, or no, wait, the no, no. Oh.
1: before that game. That was before that game, I definitely did hit um an Ice Rider. This one was from Great Britain. I think his name was Jack.
0: Okay, nice. And,
1: yeah, game one, he obliterated me. Like just <laughs> he, he like Started Ice Rider and it was like VIP pass, VIP pass, game one going first. And then, like, I got down one Palkia and he was just like boss, Ice Rider, attached knockout. And, like, yeah.
0: Th- those rare games where Ice Rider's like, wait, this is the BDIF, right?
1: Yeah. Game two, he did the same thing, like, wipe my thing. And then yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose this game too, aren't I? And then I sent up a Manaphy and went Leon. And like attached to it and hit him with it.
0: Bro, the rain splash for fifty.
1: Let's go. (laughs) He did not have boss from what I remember. Mm -hmm. And he had to kill the rain splash. (laughs) I sent up a Palkia, went V star to it, and then belted it. And then um I think I rock sand him and then paffed him in the same turn as well. And I put I put two on the um Two on the Radiant Greninja, one on the Active, and attached to the Active, because he didn't have down... Um... Manaphy? Yeah. And I hit him for, like, I think, one, like 220, if I believe. Okay, I so remember like he was
0: close, at... but not
1: quite. Yeah. And then, from what I remember, I cross-switchered up his other... He just um, swung into me with Riot of the High King or something. Yeah. And then I um, cross-switchered up his... Um... Other ice rider with no energy on it, and then it went 90 knockout, 90 knockout on only thobble. And then he had a drizzle, and he had only a drizzle on bench. Mm -hmm. He was down double incense, so I was like, The odds of him like drawing out of this for the shady dealings is probably pretty low. So then I took four prizes there, yeah, and then he missed. And then I was like, Leon board, echoing horn game.
0: Let's go, the pal pad Leon coming in clutch again.
1: Yeah, dude, Manaphy did a lot of work that game for me, <laughs> which was so bizarre. That's
0: one of those attacks you never expect to be good, but that's out twice actually, where you've said Manaphy has come in clutch.
1: Yeah, just like doing some type of damage sometimes is like good, because like the math quickly adds up with modifiers, so you can just look at it as like a modifier that's 20, just basically a quick shooting.
0: Yeah, and if they can't boss around it, you're like, whatever, knock it out, I don't care.
1: Yeah, game three he had a rough shaky start and i was uh, like running through him but i knew we had like they do have like the timers that you can like physically see yeah and like i'm looking i looked at the timer I'm like we have two minutes left and like but like i was like running through him i took two prizes on the first like turn he had no like anything to do it was (laughs) just like sobbles on bench and he was like he was like i'm sorry i have to play like this and then he was just like draw like put down another like basic and was just like pass and not like a V or anything. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh my God, I know what's happening. <laughs> then I knocked out and then going into his turn zero, it was, um, it was turn zero time called on his side. Yep. And then I was just like, cool. He puts down another basic and I cannot take three prizes. Maybe I can pull off a horn play. If he doesn't fill up his bench. So I was like, knocked out his basic and i was like do not put down another basic and he was like ordinary rod put down another like non-v and i was like all right cool we tied
0: <laughs> oh no, it feels so bad like it is especially in day two it is technically correct but you hate to see it yeah just like oh i'm not was, gonna
1: lose like but i was like now i have to win every single game
0: <laughs> yeah we're one 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 or two on one at this point
1: two, two one one yeah that's but at that point i wasn't too mad with the outcome of the game cause, like. Game two, I was like, I don't think I'm winning this. This is looking <laughs> really rough.
0: You got to stole a game, so you're like, I'll t- I'll take a tie. I guess that's fine.
1: Yeah, even though game three was really going my way, I was like, I'll just take a tie. Like that's fine. Like I don't think I should have won this game <laughs> to begin with.
0: So what happened? So I think Mewtwo v Union was the next one. Was it?
1: Con- yeah. Control I don't or play or Any games? like? I don't. No. I, yeah, I hit a Mewtwo v Union, but I didn't have any like. It was like the control where it's like mm-hmm. the Orangaroo, Galarian, Meowth, like okay, straight, yeah. Hammer, Snorlax, Evil Tall, Sydney. Um from what I remember, game one, I don't play like any text, we don't play scrapper either, and we don't play quick shooting. So like the only thing that we can do is like go horn, Leon, and try to Leon again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But we do have a play where, where you can board wipe two in one turn and catch some like surprise. Mm-hmm. With the uh, Leon Grading Greninja, uh, Zig Knockout, Knockout. So, like, if we can do that on that, like, turn before when they're thinking they, they have an extra turn, and yeah. then we can just go Horn Game.
0: Because that's almost always the board state before you Mewtwo, right? You're like, I've got two things because I have to net one of them, and
1: yeah. Yeah. They'll like, their board state will usually be, like, a Miltank, uh, Snorlax Active, Valerian, Meowth. Game one, he got out Mewtwo V Union, like, turn three. Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> with the- <laughs> with the energies on it and everything (laughs) i was like like Uh, yeah uh, that's ggs
0: man you got me
1: (laughs) he like got it all out like netted had no bench down was just like mewtwo v union had the he had the um the uh tool jammer on it too and i was just like cool but he only got back one energy and then he was like draw attach another energy and i was like (laughs) christ like Tur- like turn four fully set up Mewtwo. Jeez. If the
0: deck always did <laughs> that, that would be just like BDIF.
1: Oh yeah. I was like scoop. <laughs> like it was like six minutes and I just scooped to the Mewtwo. <laughs> it was so weird. And then I was like, this game's gonna be very like hard to win. Game two. Um I set I put two on the Greninja, one on the Pal just taking prizes. He was just setting up. Mm-hmm. He was he could have V-union the turn before, but he thought he had an extra turn because typically Palki only play one Echoing Horn. So when they're on that like extra turn, they think they just need to get you before two. Yeah. Uh two prizes. So he was at three. And then I was like, um, Leon with the Gradient Greninja, Zigzagoon the active, knock out the Snorlax, knock out the Galarian Meowth, and then he just had a low meal active. And then I was just like, Echoing horn cross with your game, nice. but like he had the full he had the full setup basically. Like he could have done it that turn, but he was just like setting it up for the net play.
0: Yeah, which is like you technically make some amount of sense, right? You're like this is probably the correct play, and then you're like, nope, I've got every answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. um Game three, game two took very long. Like that sounds right. Game one was six minutes. Game two was probably like twenty eight thirty. Yep. So I was like, we do not have a lot of time for this game. This game three. And I need to like win this because a tie here is not good for me. Like <laughs> no. two oh two one two is not not the record you want.
0: No, it's not super great. I mean it's like it's mm-hmm. good. It's day two of worlds, but
1: you're you're out of cut you're looking at that for point. Process, and, it's not what you're looking yeah, for. exactly.
0: You're you're just done.
1: Mm-hmm. And then um game three i remember that he did not have a great start he started evil tall
0: <laughs> that's good not snorlax
1: yeah he evil tall quick ball for snorlax and passed and then i just like went through like my setup and then i just passed he did not have a way to retreat it and i was like perfect like he had only a like a psychic energy and he attached it to the evil tall and passed and <laughs> i was
2: like
1: this is great cross which your snorlax yeah. knockout and then he drew, and then he drew like another Snorlax, and I was like, "Boss, so what's the thing." <laughs> and then he drew a research, and I was like, "Jesus, I have this game!" If he did not stop, take like, a research. And then he researched for like a Glarian Meow, but like he had no Mewtwo pieces in there. And then like he put down like a Glarian Meow, put one Mewtwo piece in there, and then just snor- and then scoop up Ned into a Snorlax. Mm-hmm and then I, I think I cleared the Snorlax, and then the next turn he sent something up, I was like, Radiant Greninja, knockout, knockout, <laughs> the, uh, both, and then he had to send up Tank, and then he was at one prize, and he was just like, there's nothing I could do. That's and then going. time got called. And so, I was like, okay, cool. cross game.
0: Perfect timing. You love to see it. You love to see it too, because yeah. you didn't mention it. I know you were on Mewtwo for a while. Yeah. So it must have felt good to take what should have been one of their best matchups and just beat them, like beat them pretty handily. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. We were talking about it after day one, me and Andrew, and we were like, I think Mewtwo beats us pretty handily. So we were like, is there anything that we can do in this matchup? Cause we did not want to play scrapper. We wanted to play jammer. We did not know that Jolteon was going to see so much high play though, with those oh, Japanese gosh. players pulling it out. I
0: don't think anyone but, like, saw that coming.
1: Yeah, but we thought that Jammer was very good, especially in, like, Mirror and against, like, Radiant Charizard and things like that, things that want to pivot, things that want to use Belt to knock you out. Mm -hmm. So we really wanted to play Jammer, and we did not want to play Scrapper. Because Scrapper, we always felt like through testing that it was, like, in our hand, and it was like they got to use their... They already got to use it and we were going to knock it out anyway. So like, why are we jammering here or strappering here? Jammer would have been better in like almost every scenario other than against Mewtwo and other than against like the Jolteon deck that came up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think jammer was 100% the correct call for day two, which just turned into a little awkward given the meta. Yeah. So now you're 3-1-1. You're sitting pretty yep. at this point. Like, you still have some winning to do, but that's a darn good record. Yeah. So, what are you hitting? Was day two eight rounds or? Seven? Eight. Eight? Okay. So, you have a long way to go still. Yeah. What about uh, round six then? Three, four, five. Yeah, six.
1: I think I hit another Ice Rider. Okay. But he, he was playing a 2 2 Ice Rider and it was like a Palkia hybrid. So, you're just Feast on it. You're just the better Palkia deck at that point. Yeah, f- from what I remember, game one he had the uh, canceling cologne, which was cool with the Greninja. So he yeah. did take two prizes, but like I just had like a good hand, like r- irrelevant to like the killing two. And like a lot of the time, I would go second and go like turn two, keep calling, which is very good. Like especially if like you go if you get two palkeys down and you keep calling three solvables, like that's your deck set up for the entire game.
0: Oh yeah, because you don't need. Like, if you use one Shady Dealings a turn as Palkia, I'm pretty sure you feel good about that, right? Like, you're like, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, like, even if he kills two of them with the, If he kills two of my things, like, most of the time I did not put down Manaphy a lot because I would just opt to, like, want to have another Sobble down. Unless, like, I had this, like, Manaphy where it's like, I need to be protected this turn.
0: Yeah, but I assume, like, your ideal, quote-unquote, ideal board says, like, two Palkias, a Greninja, and then three Sobbles. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So you, you body another ice rider cuz ice rider is yeah. bad. I'm going to I'm going to throw that out there right now.
1: I had another ice rider the next round.
0: <laughs> so I assume you're feeling are you afraid of ice rider at all at this point or are you just like I I figured they, this much like, about.
1: If they like turbo you and like go like insane board state and you only get one pull kid down they're going to rip you to shreds. But like if they their deck's pretty clunky, and mm. if they just do not draw their pieces, it's not going to go well for him. He was playing Babero, though, from what I believe.
0: Oh, okay. So, this was, uh, I personally do think this is better than the Inteleon version, but uh, mm. it's still, they don't get to tutor what they want, right? They don't get to search out what they want every turn. So, it's like, okay, you didn't get the scrapper and the belt on my jammer yep. because you can't find it.
1: Mm-hmm. From what I remember, I, game one, he just like blitzed me, like, he went first, went, like, three VIP passes, and just destroyed me. Like, he started three VIP passes. Like, given he did Greninja into one, but, like, <laughs> he started three VIP passes. I also mulliganed four times this game. Ooh, that's so, bad. like Nope, that's bad. <laughs> he, yeah, he very quickly, like, handled my deck, like, and I was like, cool, like, if Ice Rider does that, they're just gonna win. Like, yeah, that's a given. But, like, from this standpoint, I was like, I only need two more wins, and I'm in day two. Like, top cut. So, like, I was like okay we just need to make a comeback game 2 he did not have a great start like it was like very shaky and I was just like dominated the whole game game 3 it came down to almost the same like thing where it was like he rocks and me and I was like I need to just draw one out mm-hmm. and I drew one out so then I was like knock out your active and then he needed to draw he knocked me out and then on the next turn i was like i'm going to rock sand you back now nice. and then it it came down to him needing to hit scrapper jammer or scrapper um choice belt to get rid of my jammer and then he also needed a melanie and he also needed another energy
0: ooh that's, off the that, rock sand that's a little too much even with a b barrel that's that's a little too much
1: he did have a barrel so i was like rock sand you're like 10 card hand or something yep <laughs> and then he did hit Scrapper. he did hit Belt, but he did not hit uh, another energy off the Melanie.
0: What? It, God, your heart has to be pounding when he's going through all of that.
1: Yes, he was like Melanie, and then he's looking at his hand, and like I'm like, I think he has it <laughs> because like he drew the raw Melanie off the barrel, and I was just like, I think he's got this game. Yeah, he, he got oh, the no. raw Melanie. He just he has like no belts and uh discards so i was like
2: Ooh.
1: this is looking rough like he he probably only plays one or two scrappers so he does need to hit that specific card but then he was like scrapper belt and i was like, oh jesus he got me <laughs> this is over
0: <laughs> and then the energy doesn't come down you're just like oh my gosh
1: i did He's it just looking at his hand and i was like does he not have the energy <laughs> and then he passed and i was like thank god and i was just like cross which you're like other ice rider knockout game
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good feeling so now you're in a winning yeah. end, right at this point you're
1: 5-1-1 yeah,
0: yeah 5-1-1 so when do you know for sure it's a winning end, or are you not sure yet
1: from asymmetrical i knew for sure it was a winning because they would have did the asymmetrical cut like even if there was more of us we would all made it
0: okay so you're a certain and by my calculations it looked like there were going to be 10 of you it turned out yeah. ross and uh I forget who was playing. Rost ended up tying. Yeah, there you go. Lars Miloslav tied. So there were nine. But so, you know, you have the pressure of, I have another win in You had, you know, won the day before. You've got another one now. This one, a top cut of worlds. How yeah. are you feeling? Are you like, cruise control, I got this. Are you nervous? Like, where are you at?
1: I was very, I was very nervous because like, specifically this season, my ins have not gone very well for me. I've lost. I lost a in at Indy to top eight. I lost a winitin at um, Salt Lake the round before to top eight, mm-hmm. and then I lost a in at um, Vancouver as well. Bro, so are it did, tough. <laughs> yeah, I lost. I've, I'm. O, I was over three on winitins this season, which was not amazing. Like. And the win it in thing is like the difference between like top eight and top thirty two, basically, or top sixteen and top thir- eight, which is like a drastic difference.
0: Oh yeah, and that's what feels really bad, right? You're like, if I win them in top eight, if I lose, I'm top thirty two. Like I go two yeah. things down, which feels so bad.
1: Mm-hmm. So what would you hit? I hit. Um, so when I used to, I played a lot of like online tournaments against. I think his name was Haru Nishigawa Ooh. or something like that. Yes, I do so, remember like, his name. I, I, yeah, I played against him a lot of the time, in, like online tournaments. and I definitely recognize his name, and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool. Like, I know who this is." And when we sit down, I'm like, "He's like, let's do no ties, like board state." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm fine with that." And then perfect. And then um, we flip over, and it's a mirror match. And oh, I'm like, "No, <laughs> another mirror match. Here we go." Um, so every deck one, you hit in
0: day two was a blue deck, except. Mewtwo, right? Like it was all Ice Riders, Palkia, and a Mewtwo. Oh, no, you hit Arceus. Never mind.
1: I hit one Arc. Yeah, that's right. But other than that, yeah.
0: Okay, so anyway, you hit the mirror match.
1: Yeah, I hit six blue decks. <laughs> Jeez. Are you, Unless water's water's ice, good. Arceus is one.
0: Arc Intel. I mean, it plays water energy. I wouldn't count it, but I can see the argument if someone wants to.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we flipped over, Um, I seen it was a mirror, and I was like, okay, let's buckle in and get ready for a mirror match.
0: (laughs) It's like, by this point, though, you know the mirror match.
1: I've played a lot of mirror matches with the deck, so I was like, I feel like I'm in a decent spot, like, I think my deck does well against mirror, given these Japanese lists do look very weird sometimes, so you never know what they're going to pull out, Mm -hmm. so you got to be cautious of things.
0: You see like the Rare Candy and Capture energies are normal, but
1: sometimes there's, you know... I think he plays 3 or 4 Capture. Jeez,
0: that's... I don't hate it at all. I don't know where you find the room for it, but... He capture is a card. Card.
1: Interesting. I have
0: Interesting. I'm going to look on Limitless after to see that list. Mm. But anyway, how, how's the matchup going to go?
1: Game 1, it came down to me needing to hit I needed a drizzle out off of a rock sand, mm-hmm. just to not get it. Oh, and I was no. like, I felt kind of crushed because I was like, I was like in my head, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm about to lose another win it in. This is great. <laughs> oh no! Those... I was like, your mirrors. You do not want to lose the first game. That is not how it usually goes well for you.
0: No, that feels really bad. To guarantee that you have to go second one more time.
1: Yep. Game one, he uh, game two, then he did not set up very well, and I think I just won very quickly. He scooped it up and tried to go to game three because that's good. He was all he was very worried about ties, like, he did not want to tie, like, he was like, No ties, let's just scoop, let's go. And I was like, Oh, yeah, like, we have like, I look at the clock, he has to judge how much time's on the clock, like, 28 minutes, like, we have a decent okay. amount of time to finish this game.
0: That's so. reasonable to finish a Palky Mirror match for sure,
1: yeah. Game three. Was going his way until he made like a critical error.
0: Ooh, we take those. What was the error?
1: He, um, he Melanied to the active, and then he also needed a bucket to attach. Mm-hmm. So he, um, which often Palkia players do is they usually Irida for the bucket and other Pokemon. He goes Sobble for Irida. And oh, then. Oh, no. And then he shuffles up, and then I cut. And then he played, like, a inc- incense where Palkia evolves it, mm-hmm. and then he goes, like, Irida, and I'm like, you already melanied. And then he just, like, looks at his hand, he's, like, looks at his discard, and he's like, oh.
0: <laughs> Throw the face palm. I mean, I know. I would 100% do the same. Yeah. Oh, that feels bad. And It's interesting, right? Because is such a mediocre card technically. I could see where you're like, this isn't a supporter. I'm fine, or you know, something like that.
1: Yeah, because it's like you usually want to. I think he was like trying. He was just thinking he already had energy attached and was like, "I'm gonna incense for the Polkia Irida for another like Intel line into my hand and the bucket, so it's just like secure." Yeah, but then he couldn't attack me.
0: <laughs> so all the momentum goes to your side at that point, right? Like he did nothing on that turn.
1: Yeah, like. If if he did not misplay there, the game was going to come down to roxanne him. And if he did not set up his board state correctly, like, if his board state was, like, weird or if he just missed off of the Roxanne, I was going to win. But, like, you never know when those situations are, like, how it's going to play out.
0: Yeah, it's it's impossible, right? You've drawn out of Roxanne and you've bricked off of Roxanne.
1: Mm-hmm. But all the, like, momentum went to my side because he did not – because he also crossed Richard me, like – so he was like going all in on this like knockout play on my like Palkia, like turn two.
0: Yeah, that's a lot and of resources.:
1: Yeah. And then he just passed.:
0: Okay, so you're feeling good, right?:
1: Yeah, so then I, I Leon knockout is active, and then he has to reset his entire board state up, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, um it, he almost did come back with like a weird tech card that I did not think he was going to play because I had the math set up perfectly because I already used Palpat, I already used Leon. My belt, I think, was already gone. So, like, I hit something with the with the intellion for, like, 120. Yeah. And I put 20 on the Palkia. Makes sense. And then, from what I remember, our benches were both full. So, I was like, I should be able to knock out this active, and if I need Zigzagoons, I can Zigzagoon and knock it out. Like, I'm fine. Like, this matchup, like, off this Roxanne, like, I should be fine. This game looks like it's in my, like, favor. I don't think I'm going to lose. Like, I need just anything. I need a basic, or I need, um, Zigzagoon. And I can just wipe this Palkia and call it a day. And I Roxanne me, and I get an incense, and I'm like, okay, we're golden. Like, we're not losing this game. And then he goes, um... Collapse Stadium. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, what? And I'm gone. I'm done with all my like stadiums. All of are gone.
0: It's game so three. Like, Why would you play around Collapse Stadium and Palkia?
1: I did not see a collapse the entire game one or game two. Where he <laughs> drops a collapse on me. Gets rid of his Crobat off the bench, which is like my other out because I'm at two prizes. And I'm like, or I could just boss up this Crobat, call it a game. Yeah. Like, I think I got this. Like, I can knock out the active, or I can just have a boss game. Like, there's multiple outs I can do here to win this game. He goes, collapse him, discard the Crobat, and then I have to discard another basic as well before he comes up and knocks me out. And I'm like, okay, so I can't respond to this Palkia knockout.
0: Yikes,
1: So that I'm going to have to get him back. <laughs> and, then, and then I was just sitting there like, he's at two prizes now, I'm at two prizes now. If he plays, like, Leon with that belt on active, i think he can get there
0: oh no and that feels bad gosh collapses i don't know if it's a good mirror tech but it's like collapse plus knockout is minus 60 damage from your side
1: that's so good yeah and he wiped his cor- crobat off the board which was like when he put down crobat turned to like two or something after he um after he did the Melanie thing and like missed it he like went all in for his board crobat tried to like set up maximum yeah and i was like this Crobat's going to, like, I'm going to kill this at the end of the game. Like, I'm going to set this game up to just knock out this Crobat and win the game. And then he was, like, collapsed. And
0: I'm, <laughs> All right, so we were praying like, with Roxanne now.
1: I was, like, no shot. He just <laughs> <gonna> collapsed now. <laughs> like, what just happened?
0: Oof.
1: And I, then he, um, I almost got outplayed and I like, went it into collapse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I have to Roxanne him and hope, but, like, I don't know what his list entirely looks like. I hadn't seen a Leon yet, but he did have choice belt and it full bench. We are swinging 220 and I did have to put down another Sobble. So I had an out to win the game Mm -hmm. because I had to evolve shady dealings. I was out of, I was out of net, I believe. So I was like, I have to put down Sobble. So I have another out off this Roxanne so I can boss it up if he retreats into the other. So I'm like, if he retreats into the shady dealings and attaches to it, he can do one twenty and 20 and then he can go boss, like knockout on the next turn. If that's the way that he plays it. So I can't do that. Yeah. So I can't play this game where it's like, I just don't attack him or I can't play this game where it's like, I can't sand him. Like I have to Roxanne him this turn, but I have to put down another out. So I have boss If he retreats into it and just attacks me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then I was like, cool, so I have to Roxanne him here, I need him to miss, because I don't remember if he played Leon, but I did not see it, but like, I did not want to take any chances, I was like, if he just goes Leon here, he wins a game. Oh
0: yeah, which so no, like, is correct, right? Like, even if you don't know it's there, you didn't know Collapsed was there, <laughs> surprise.
1: Yeah, and I was already down Jammer, so I was like, Roxanne to two, and let's just hope that he does not evolve this Drizile and goes Leon game, like, yeah. that would be very bad. So then, I was like, that was like one of the biggest like moments too. I was like, if I don't put down Sobble here, I will have to raw draw my last boss. For
0: to win to game. That's fine. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So I was like, that was like one of the biggest decisions of the game. It was like, do I not drop Sobble here and get myself a boss out? But if I do drop Sobble here, he will have a Leon knockout if he does have it. But if I don't drop it and I don't get boss, he physically can just win next turn with another out.
0: Yeah. So I think so it sounds like the correct play, right? Like
1: So like I'm like, we're just gonna put down Sol and let's just hope he does not play Leon or get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go rock sand, he misses it, he just retreats and goes Aqua Bullet, and then like I evolve and go boss game.
0: Nice. Perfectly played around the exact play that you saw coming. Yeah. You love to be rewarded. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're in the cut. You yeah. are. I don't know. What are you eight or nine at this point? Nine. Okay, so you are the benefactor of the new asymmetrical yes. cut rule.
1: <laughs> I would have not made it if it was just nine. I would have went six one one at Worlds and not made top cut. It so, would have been tragic.
0: Yeah, this is a, this is a success story. No matter what happened in the top cut, like you got to play mm. top cut, which is so massive. Yeah. So now you get to play Saturday. Yeah. How do you sleep this night?
1: Not very great.
0: <laughs> so, the, the after day one to day two, you're out like a light, you're good to go. But day two and a top cut, a, a little harder, a little more nervous? Or?
1: Yeah, the nerves were definitely there. Because I was like, this is like the win it in. I did not want to be on the win it in game, but I knew my resistance was not amazing because I started off 01 and then tied like my third or fourth game or something yeah it's it's so, like uh... i knew my resistance was not great so like i was like most of the people i beat like after 2-1-1 none of them were making it into top cut or like 32 or like anything i think only one person i played made 32 after
0: yeah that sounds about right that's a that's a tough record to get any points from let alone yeah. or
1: any finish from yeah
0: uh you know the matchup correct at this point
1: yeah, I knew he was playing Mirror Match. I knew it was uh, Palkia. I just did not know the exact list mm-hmm. and exact text that he was playing because most of the people that I knew did not know who he was. So it just did not work out for me that way.
0: So there was no preparation the night before of like figuring anything out or watching a stream game because I assume they were never on stream.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. It was just get ready to play.
0: So you show up to the venue, a mediocre night's sleep, all you know is palkia mirror match you don't know leon quick shooting rare candy any of that stuff right yeah how how are you feeling on the big stage they get you mic'd up ready to go change to a pokemon shirt i assume all that good stuff uh what's going through your head
1: i was like this is like basically like almost a three thousand dollar money match (laughs) like oh that's what's going through your head oh no <laughs> yes i was like this is like a $3,000 money match at this point so we're gonna have to try to win this <laughs> that is that's not what
0: i was hoping you were gonna say that's that sounds stressful as heck
1: <laughs> yeah no i was very stressed going into it because like my last my last two worlds i was at i lost and taught eight of both of them so i was like we're just gonna have to get through this and then we're gonna have to get through another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough. You're like, all right, I have four best of ones to get through if I'm gonna win this thing.
1: Yeah. And top eight, we're looking at the Jolteon uh Arceus deck.
0: So it's not even even looking ahead, you're like, this is gonna be a rough one.
1: Yeah. So And then like game one, I was just like, I am drawing so poorly. Like this <laughs> is not this is not how I wanted to draw in the first game.
0: I was watching in the airport waiting for my flight backs, so skip the open, right? And it, it hurt. It literally it was hurt to watch. I can only imagine what it felt like to play.
1: Oh, it was dreadful. I was sitting there like I'm looking at my opening hand and I'm like, I'm going to have to mana attack. Like <laughs> maniphy is the only thing I got going here. Like I won the coin flip. I was like, going first, Paul Kimir. this should be good. And then I was like flipped over and i was like this hand is this hand is really bad it's like really really bad
0: (laughs) do you draw all seven cards at once or you like lay them out face down and look at all seven like
1: how are you drawing one at at a time okay so i looked at all and i was like this is this is not a good
0: (laughs) that's a i do the exact same thing and it's that extra surprise of like you see all seven you're like i've got this no i don't (laughs) no
1: i don't i see my opening hand and i was like there's only one way I can win this game and it's dependent on how he plays this game. So and like,
0: what, what happened through the game? Like what's happening as where, besides the mana fee? Cause I think it turned so out the way you thought it was going to turn out.
1: I knew that my only shot was this. And I knew that that was my only shot since like turn two. So mm-hmm. I was like, we're just not going to put a Palkia down. We're just going to set up, keep calling and we're going to make him kill a one prizer and then after he kills another one prizer, we're going to go Palkia, and then we're going to go Roxanne.
0: So you're already planning, like, KO one of these Sobbles, I'm going to bench two Palkias, you're going to KO one of them, and I'm going and to run Roxanne. Rock-
1: and knock out the active. Nice. And He did mess up the plan a little bit, because instead of going for the Palkia, I think he did go for the Cross Witcher double play, yep. which I was like, did not know you play Cologne. That's cool to know. <laughs> That's a really
0: important tech card.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So they went through that play. Still letting you Roxanne.
1: Yeah, after Roxanne still.
0: But uh, how did the rest of the game kind of play out? For anyone who hasn't seen it, if you have seen it, you should, you should go watch it. It is very
1: good. From that point, I think I needed... I think I needed to Melanie the active because I didn't have Rock Sand Raw, and then I needed to set up my bench reset it again. Yeah, I think I knocked out the Ninja. Then he swung into me. I Rock Sand knocked out the active. This... the other Palkia after retreating out as the other one. Yeah, and then I went Leon Knockout onto the active after he missed,
0: which is huge because at this point, like you get the Rock Sand first. And you tie up the game, essentially. Like, yeah, you have a damage yeah. Palkia on the bench, but, like, that still feels mm-hmm. really good.
1: Yeah, I think I needed to retreat it in that scenario from what I remember, because he could have, man, if he knocked me out. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> that would feel really bad, though. That's like, oh, you're going to put a single Prizer in the active and take two Prizes? Like, I'm screwed.
1: I think there was 10 damage left on my Palkia to lo- lose a game, and I needed to knock out the... um the other Palkia so I needed him to miss again another turn off the Roxanne that Roxanne did not treat him well no it did not
0: <laughs> that's why you play the card right that's that's the plan of, like I need to buy a turn or maybe two or maybe three
1: yeah so I had to retreat out of that Palkia into the other Palkia so he couldn't rain splash me and then I had a knock out with the Leon and then the next turn I had to go horn cross witcher game and that's just the way it played out. So Easy. thankfully that's the way it played out.
0: Going into game two, you're up one-o on your what is it, play-in game? I think it's
1: called a play in game, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So you're up one-o in the play-in game... game.
1: Yeah, game two. I think I had another just terrible, awful start. I put down one Polkia and he just crossed or killed it up turn two. He had like an insane turn two. Like I could have done the same strat, but then I was like he did not put an energy down. He's going to have to cross switcher. He's going to have to Palkia. He's going to have to get another energy down or in the discard. And he got all of it. And I was like, okay, it was, got it, me.
0: it was a nutty turn. I remember that one. I was like, all right, you need this whole combo. And
1: he got the whole combo. Yep. <laughs> like I was like, okay. And then I put down two more Palkias or something. And then he was just like boss or cross, switcher one of the Palkias. and I was like, okay, this game three. Like. <laughs> I'm not coming back from that. Because he had, like, a Palkia set up on bench, Palkia set up on board, and, like, I was just, like, lone Palkia, like, forget, like, I'm going to have to make this one Palkia kill your entire board. Like, it's not how this game is going to play out.
0: No, it's a very smart play, too, because you ended up still going to time somehow in a 75-minute round.
1: <laughs> yeah, because game one was just dreadful. It took so long.
0: Yeah, making, making a cuff kind of down-by-three prize comeback is...
1: I go down by four. Even longer. Four. than. <laughs> oh, no. I think you took four before I took. Eight. <laughs> All
0: right. That that's yeah, that's that's a long game right there. And then yeah. ga- game three, you're one one. You get to choose, though. Wait. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. to choose. You're going first. Mm-hmm. How to go. How are you feeling?
1: I remember that I did not set up great again, <laughs> which was not amazing. <laughs> like I had a decent start. Like it was it wasn't it was the out of the three starts but it was not the start i was looking for like i think it was like soluble ninja palkia which is it's a good it's a decent start like it's not terrible but like you definitely want another Sable down something like that oh yeah Manaphy, something like if you start vip pass if you start like quick balls ultra balls something like that but from what i remember he ninja me i cross which are killed as palkia turn two I was hoping that he did not get down like an optimal board state, but he started double VIP pass, which is great. (laughs)
0: That feels
1: bad. (laughs) Yeah, I was contemplating killing the Greninja on the active spot. I probably should have killed the Greninja to get rid of his like... I should have probably killed the Greninja to get rid of his play for the Ninja Me, because my board state was very lackluster. Mm -hmm. But like, I did have a raw Melanie in hand and I did have a raw Energy in hand and another Palkia V-Star. So I was like... Maybe I'm okay with him killing it, because, like, if he kills it, I do have Melanie to set up another Palkia, and as long as I draw, like, another Sobble, like, a Quick Ball, which I have four of in deck or something, and, or a Level Ball, anything, Pursuit and Heavy Ball gets me the other Sobble. Like, if I draw anything here, like, I feel like I'm remotely in the game. Like, if I can draw <clears throat> one Sobble, I feel fine. Yeah. So, like, I felt like it was an okay play given my hand because I knew he wasn't going to Marnie me because I didn't see any Marnies the entire game other than like a Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that I wasn't going to get Marnie. So I knew my hand was going to stay the way it was. Something I do regret is benching the second Sobble though. I should have probably held the second Sobble in hand knowing that he had no way to alter it and that he was going to ninja me. Cause I knew he was going to ninja me that play. Mm-hmm. But like, I thought that putting down both Sobbles was going to make him want to do it more desperately because he feels like it's like, affecting my board state so drastically but knowing that i'm going to draw four cards off melanie and like the likelihood of me drawing like one out is probably pretty likely like i don't play any dead card like three vip passes so like almost every card in my deck is an out yeah especially with ninja but i did have ninja down as well so i was like he's gonna have to path here he's gonna have to cross witcher he's gonna have to knock out both of these here to strand me but like i was hoping he did not path there as well because then like i was like I'm going to just have to draw one Sobble off of a Melanie, a Greninja, and draw for turn, so I'm drawing six, and I literally just need to draw one Sobble, and I'm in this game, and I'm probably going to win.
0: Yeah, especially when you consider, like you said, Heavy Ball is also an out. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of
1: outs there. I felt like a lot of outs were in deck, and, like, drawing six, because I was looking at it with a Greninja, because I know he plays one path, but I didn't think he was going to go path there, given that he didn't... uh, he wants you to probably keep his Greninja online. Oh, yeah. So, like, I was like, he probably does not put down path here. He probably holds it, so I probably have a draw of six. Even if he does put down path, I'm drawing four, and I just need to draw one out to a Pokemon, mm-hmm. which is not very drastic for my deck.
0: No, not at all. And then it turns out...
1: I did not. Yeah. <laughs> down path, I melanied, and I did not draw any out to anything, which so... was not great. Do you think
0: so? You said, like, looking back, I wouldn't have benched the second Sobble. Is that purely because you missed? Like, now that you know you're going to miss, but if you don't know you're going to miss, you shuffle your deck to draw differently. Would you bench the second Sobble? Is that only a misplay because you know what happened?
1: Well, I think that I would rather have the 90 90 on both Sobbles if I'm going to draw out of it, but I would rather not have the 90 90 on a Palkia and a Sobble. But if I know I'm going to draw a Sobble, You can kill two. It doesn't matter. I have Rod. Like, it's fine.
0: Okay. So you feel like it was still a fine play in theory, right? If you go back and randomize everything, you're like benching both Sobbles is fine.
1: Yeah, because I thought the likelihood of me drawing a Sobble off of that or a playable card, like, even if I don't draw a Sobble there, if I Melanie into an Irida, anything, I think I'm fine. Like, I'm not in a terrible spot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm in a bad spot as long as I draw anything.
0: That's also true. And, you don't uh, even have to get the sobble If you melanie into what you would have shady dealings for, Urieta, you're yeah. fine.
1: And I have three Irida in there, probably I think I had four quick ball, two level. Like I had a lot of outs. So I was like, I don't think I'm in a bad spot right now.
0: and unfortunately and the I, card I games are draw, draw, yeah, it's it hurts. <laughs> Cause like you said, yep. every, it sounds like the correct play. It sounds like I have so many outs in the deck to draw off of. They play no hand disruption until I have you know Roxanne, right? Yeah. It should be
1: good. And I know I already have Melanie in hand. Like, I know I have Ninja down. Like, he's going to have to path here, his one path, and get it out the game. I could just draw court. I could, like, I could draw court. I could draw quick ball. I could draw, like, there's a multitude of cards yeah. that are fine for helping me.
0: Uh, it's so unfortunate.
1: But And I just did not draw anything. And then I still was in the game. Like, I just was like, I just need to, him to rock sand me into a playable card and then that's just not what happened I was like for me to lose this game in the standpoint I'm in right now I'm going to need to miss off of a Melanie he's going to have to put down a path I have to miss every out for this turn and next turn to do anything or set up my bench Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have to get Roxanne into oblivion
0: that hurts like that's so many things and unfortunately they all uh, kind of that happened happened. that happened yeah but you still had an amazing finish
1: yeah, and then at the end of the game it came down to, I did top deck in Irida, like the last turn where I, I needed it, but if I would have drew it last turn it was just game over. Yeah. But like I drew it the turn like before and then I'm in my head and I'm like, do I grab Rod or do I grab level ball? Because if he level ball, if I grab Rod and I shuffle back in Palkia's he can't cross switcher me and horn me. But then if I grab only one Sable, I know he has only played two cross switchers, so if he goes cross switcher boss, On the Sobble, I just lose because I have no out. And he's just going to go boss on the ninja next turn.
0: Ooh, that's a tough situation of like, neither play feels
1: good, right? (laughs) Yeah, both plays feel pretty bad. But like, I guess in theory, if I do, I don't know. Because he does need, he does need Cross Witcher that turn or boss. But, or he needs Cross Witcher Horn.
0: Yeah, which are both like,
1: or boss horn and i guess it depends he how many powers.
0: i don't remember the exact board say but like how many shady dealings does he have access to or does he have access to greninja how many energies do they have left to be even be able to grin you know like there's like so many question
1: marks of like
0: which is the more he likely
1: play one Inteleon that was already evolved which was his only one he played from what i remember he had one drizzle on bench and one song so i was thinking in theory he only had one drizzle out mm-hmm. so he would need to have one raw piece combo with another piece combo or he would need an Irida for Crosswitcher, have Crosswitcher in hand. He would just need a combo.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, <clears throat> it sounds like that did happen.
1: Yeah. So I could have rotted and I could have put two back in and then been on top deck boss mode. That still <laughs> feels I, so bad. <laughs> if but like I thought the likelihood of him having boss was like for crosswitcher was probably pretty high. Like if him having one out was like probably high like there's no shot he probably misses like one of them yeah but like for him to have boss crosswitcher or horn he would need at least two pieces to the owl so i'm like if i put down two Sobbles and he only somehow has boss in hand right here i do win the game but like or crosswitcher in hand i do win the game but if he does not and i go ordinary rod and he just goes boss like i feel like there's no shot in like an eight card hand he did not have one boss
0: I think that's a good that's a good guess, right? Like (laughs) it feels so likely. So you end up top nine, I guess. Yeah. I mean, incredible, right? You made top cut at Worlds after a one oh three start after grinding through day one. Both of those are ridiculously difficult. (laughs) I one important question that everyone is going to be asking, and some people might already know the answer if they follow you on Twitter, which you should, but did you get the top eight Champions Festival in Matt, or did they give you the top 16 stuff?
1: They gave me the 16 stuff. Oh no,
0: (laughs) such a scam. Yeah. Bro, they make you play all that just to give you the top 16? Nah.
1: Yeah, and it's open too. that sucks i mean top
0: 16 of worlds is incredible right like you made top yeah. co- you made top 16 there's don't want to downplay that at all i went i was yeah. eliminated by the lunch break day one i can't i yeah. can't downplay that i was like, almost there with you no, <laughs> oh i remember I was starting the yeah, yeah. That, that's where i was like bro you're gonna hit an auto loss and just be bodied or something like that i'm oh, super happy you it. didn't
1: <laughs> dude i was so like once it was like 102 i was like this is not going my way. This is not my tournament. <laughs> it's
0: like I ain't it. I got next year. We'll be fine. Mm. I mean, you still got next year, to be fair. I wouldn't count yeah. you out for 2023 Worlds. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a quick, before we kind of close this out, are you going for day two next year, or are you happy doing the day one grind?
1: Yeah, I was in a weird situation from um, this season, because day one wise i was going into the second half of the season i think with like 120 points before uh or like maybe 180 something around that range not not very good
2: yeah
1: yeah going into like the uh second half of the season or whatever because of covid Mm -hmm. so i was starting off with like 180 points i was like day two like i'm looking at all these like age of seniors all these like masters with like a thousand points and stuff like that i'm like oh gosh i don't know about it was, it's going to be very rough to reach that.
0: I was like 5 something, 5.30 or whatever, like going into the COVID thing. And people are like, yo, you should push for day two. And then you look at the seniors that aged up and it's like, bro, like eight people have a thousand CP that just got added. Like day two is miserable right now.
1: They did add it to 32, but like. There was a lot of points being like around. There was a lot, not even counting the masters, right?
0: But like the, the amount of seniors who aged up kind of fixed that. So top thirty-two was still top sixteen.
1: Was, yeah. In a nutshell. So you're especially are you, with the seniors having like thousand eight hundred points and stuff like that.
0: Right. It's like I can't compete with that. Like that's <laughs> maybe if I got to play in seniors, I'd be able to compete with that, but not not here. Yeah. Are you gonna go for it for Yokohama? Yeah. Let's go. So you're doing Baltimore. Mm-hmm. All right, I will be rooting for you for sure for Baltimore, because uh, yeah,
1: I will be at most regionals. Like, I try to stay under like the four hundred dollar limit, like four fifty, like around that range. Like, I'm okay with like three hundred, probably max, but yeah. like $450, 500 Like, when you start reaching like six hundred dollar flights, like it's which, it does not look good.
0: Which is rough for us out of SeaTac, out of Seattle, is uh yeah. There, there's a lot of regionals, like freaking NAIC it's always
1: so expensive <laughs> right i think from this year i went to milwaukee and just stayed it was just like i'm just gonna stay here it was cheaper for me just to stay instead of coming back because the flight was horrendous
0: that's actually we can't do that anymore right because they moved milwaukee forward but that's definitely yeah. the move is just take a train or whatever from milwaukee to ohio instead of flying into yes columbus so before we close this one out, uh, shout outs that you have, people you want to thank, etc. The floor is yours. Oh yeah,
1: shout out to the Shuffle Squad. That's my team uh, with people like Zach, uh, Lasage, uh, Gabe, Smart, um, PJ, Lindsey. There's a bunch of us. Alex is also on the team. Yeah. Josh is on the team.
0: We have inadvertently had many members of the Shuffle Squad on the podcast. So shout out to them. Yeah, we
1: got LDF. got plenty of people in the gang a lot of shuffle squad members right now and y'all
0: just made a patreon page right yeah what are you contributing to that patreon i'm curious
1: i write articles i wrote an article about my palkia list and like some of the interactions but that's all i've done so far but i'm gonna write some more articles about different things like different decks different like decisions choices to do with the deck and i'll say
0: as someone who gets to talk to cal all the time between our friday locals we were on the team challenge together before i threw it still salty about that uh the man has a great mind for pokemon so even though you're not a content creator the content you put out is going to be amazing for sure so be sure to check out that patreon in addition to everyone else that you already mentioned who are amazing players
1: yeah Uh, other shout outs got some good players for sure oh yeah
0: myself you can find me on twitch twitter and youtube at mellow underscore Magikarp. i'll have a link down below to cal's twitter as well as mine in the description box on youtube or your podcasting platform and i would say I'll catch you all next week but we're actually gonna have a second episode coming out this week very soon with another shuffle squad member so look for that in your uh, podcast feed coming up soon and we will catch you all in a couple of days peace out
1: i think i know who it is